Voice of Fintech. Welcome to Voice of Fintech, a podcast mapping out the Swiss and global fintech scene, connecting fintech enthusiasts with startups, incubators, accelerators, business angels and VCs, and incumbents interested in partnerships. Voice of Fintech will help you navigate the fintech ecosystem. Here you can listen to the startup founder stories, what investors and incumbents are looking for when dealing with startups, and find out more about resources provided by incubators and accelerators. My name is Rudy Fallad and I'll be hosting this podcast. Hello and welcome to Voice of Fintech. Today we're joined by Janine Hirt, who is the CEO of Innovate Finance, and that's an association in the UK that helps the fintechs or the finance industry to get moving and digitize and uh, innovate. So we're going to find out more about what an industry body like this can do for you if you're a founder or if you're uh, an incumbent. Uh, So I'm curious to find out what's cooking and what's ahead in uh, 2021. Welcome, Janine. How are you today? Hi, Rudy. Thank you so much for having me. Great. So we chatted a little bit before we started recording, and uh, you said that you're the citizen of the world. You know, you sound American, but you have a Swiss name. So what's what's your story? How did you get to be a CEO at Innovate Finance in London? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I spent most of my early life growing up in the US, in New York City or on the East Coast. Uh, but my mother is Swiss and my father was, um, was German. It was a refugee from former East Germany. Uh, and then I've spent 10 years living in the UK and in London. I spent part of my earlier career living in Asia and in Japan working there. So have always been quite passionate about international affairs, around about transformation, uh, and about really working with people that love what they do. Uh, and I, I think that's essentially what led me into fintech. I was actually working at Chatham House, the Institute for International Affairs, before joining Innovate Finance back in 2015. Uh, and I joined the initial leadership team of Innovate Finance when we were launched. Uh, and it's been such a really fantastic journey to help support the ecosystem and see the f- tremendous changes that are happening across FS over these past few years. Wonderful. So let's start at the very beginning. What is Innovate Finance and what is it that you do? Yeah, absolutely. So Innovate Finance is ultimately the industry body for UK fintech. It's our mission to accelerate the UK's leading role in the financial services space by directly supporting the next generation of technology-led innovators. So in a sense, we serve as the single access point for all things fintech. We bring together the startups and the scale-ups, but also those uh, that are trying to transform the incumbent financial services institutions and connect them into regulators, policymakers, uh, and government as well to try and really move the agenda forward for financial services innovation. So in my role as chief operating officer, um, as I mentioned, I've been with Innovate Finance ultimately since the beginning. So I started out leading uh, the membership and then heading up um, directing the ecosystem and then moved into this position as COO and a member of the board here. So it's been phenomenal to both see the maturation of Innovate Finance as an organization and also really the industry, how it's changed over the past few years. Um, Innovate Finance is a not-for-profit organization. We're a membership association. We launched ultimately off the back of a government consultation, but we were set up to be a completely independent body so that we could lobby and advocate on behalf of the startups and the entrepreneurs that are really transforming financial services. Right. And you've been supporting fintech in the UK for six years now. 
in such a field, this is quite a long time, right? If you contrast it to, to you know, startups within six-year period, they change from uh, what they wanted to do, maybe sometimes change the world to make the money, you know, either way. So how have you evolved over, over, those, uh, over those last six years? You know, I think if, if, you, if you spoke to me in 2015, uh, it was very much a focus on really d- waving the flag for UK fintech and right. promoting the sector and talking about the changes and the trends. And I, I feel that the conversation has moved on significantly in the past six years. And there's a real recognition as to how integral innovation is uh, in our day-to-day lives, but also in how important innovation is to the continued success of financial services. And if you're looking at the UK on a global perspective on ensuring its continued leadership across FS. So in terms of where the evolution has been over the past six years, the conversation has shifted to now talk about what parts are critical for us to continue to support the ecosystem. So if it's around accessing capital and talent, if it is around ensuring um, continued government support in the critical areas, if it is about continuing to foster those types of partnerships and shine a light on the role that fintech can play across financial inclusion and financial wellness, I think we've we've moved on from a promotional piece to understanding how significant innovation is in the financial services space and also ensuring uh, that there is a significant support both from government and industry in helping these entrepreneurs to grow and come to scale as well. And I know that you are very, very active. So you have many programs and initiatives. So what are your key current ones that, you, that you're that running or that, that are closest to your heart, if you can say so? Yeah, absolutely, Rudy. And I, I think it's an interesting question because as a, the industry body for fintech, and we'll talk a little bit more about this later, I think, but we really bring together such a diverse group of members that it's a challenge for us every year to look at what are the themes that ultimately sit across all of the different verticals that are absolutely critical to the continued growth of overarching fintech or overall fintech. And we've come off themes that have been consistent over the past couple of years. The first is around access to capital and investment and just ensuring that that continues in the UK. Consistently, we've been second in the world globally in terms of investment into fintech, second behind only the United States. The next is around accessing skills and talent. So that's both looking at how we can ensure continued access to global talent, particularly in a post-Brexit environment, but also looking at how we can both upskill people currently working in different industries and also ensure that we have appetite coming domestically from younger pupils uh, into going into fintech and looking at fintech as a career and a, a graduate destination of choice. So we've been particularly focused around a program we call Fintech for Schools. Uh, that is about driving increased awareness about younger people on how fintech can impact them in terms of uh, adoption and usage, but also profiling fintech as an opportunity for them as a, as a career that they might, may want to work in as well. The third piece that we focus very significantly on is diversity and particularly around women in fintech. You may have seen our Women in Fintech Power List that's been going for a few years, very focused on profiling the great achievements of females in the industry. We also look at financial wellness and financial inclusion as a bucket and profiling the, um, the solutions that fintechs offer. And then in addition to that, 
Policy and regulation is consistently um, a key focus for Innovate Finance. We advocate on behalf of our members. We respond to various consultations throughout the years. We work with our partners to put out reports and thought leadership pieces. And then we also look, the two remaining components are around national and international. So on national, uh, we sit at the forefront of the FinTech National Network, where we convene the different hubs across the UK to to try and promote the UK as a whole as a center for financial innovation. And on the international piece, it's very much about ensuring we have a coherent and a unified voice on promoting UK fintech on a global basis, and really trying to create those key international partnerships to help increase the attractiveness of UK fintech. Wow, I mean, sound very busy. <laughs> and we're, we're only 20 people, I would say. So we're busy, but we're passionate. And that's a, the great sector to be in. That's why it's great. Right. So 20 people. And I look at also which verticals in fintech you cover, right? I know it's 18 of them. So can you say, uh, can you explain that maybe when you, if you group them into categories, perhaps? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we cover everything from your more traditional plays like P2P, FX, transfers, through to some of the, the newer quote-unquote areas, cybersecurity, AI, insure tech, reg tech as well. Um, it, it's interesting because if you look at the makeup of our membership base, when we launched six years ago, I would say it was about 60% B2C, 40% B2B. That has now shifted the opposite way, and we're looking more at around 60 to 70% B2B companies, 40 to 30% mm-hmm. B2C companies, um, but still a, still a very large mix of, of all different verticals. Uh, we have also a significant number of members in the SME lending space, also in the 36H group as well. So it's so a very, very broad across that basis and who are your members you said you're a members association so obviously i would expect fintech uh, fintech startups right but also industry uh, let's say incumbents or investors or or not so all of the above so we our membership base is made up of uh, early stage startups through to your highest to growth fintechs um through to the large incumbent financial institutions so your banks like barclays and NatWest, but also your asset managers like Schroeder's and Alliance Bernstein. And then we also bring investors to the table as well as members. Uh, so very much trying to bring the entire ecosystem. I should add, we also have academic institutions and universities at the table as well to try and really move the agenda forward. You explained your programs, your priorities and, and uh, things like this, but uh, maybe let's shift the, the, the focus again and uh, let's look at it from a perspective of a fintech startup. Let's say I'm an early stage fintech or I'm an incumbent that uh, is not big enough to have an innovation team and scouts and all that kind of stuff uh, to look for ideas outside of the organization, but they feel that they, they might have the need. What can they expect from Innovate Finance? Sure. So I think if you're a startup or a scale-up, um, most of our members come to us for three really main reasons. The first is, and this is particularly relevant if you're a scaling or a high growth company, is our work around policy and regulation. So we do a significant amount of advocacy and lobbying work on behalf of our members. And we 
uh, work very closely with the regulators, both the FCA and the Bank of England. We also have good connections with HMT and try and ensure that our members have a voice uh, in, in key government decision making as well. Startups and scale-ups also come to us for the connection. So we offer a key platform for them to connect to investors, to the regulators, to government, but also to potential partners and incumbents that they may be looking to work with as well. And then also for the profiling and the marketing and the branding. So we have a major event every year called the Innovate Finance Global Summit. It sits at the helm of UK FinTech Week, which we also run. Um, and this is a key opportunity for startups and scale-ups to both talk about their proposition and their product and also connect with those potential partners and potential investors as well. If you're an incumbent, on the other hand, uh, you come to us both for support in your digital transformation journey um, and also for those connections to your peers who are also looking to innovate, to understand what are some of the key trends and the key themes that we're seeing. And then most importantly, you come to us for introductions to those amazing fintechs and startups and scale-ups that are transforming financial services, and that can be your potential partners as well. Right. Well, amazing. So now I know that you don't have a crystal ball, right? Uh, no, you know, very rarely, <laughs> I wish. you know, very rarely people have a crystal ball in their office or at home. But uh, as we are, you know, looking into the next year, what is your outlook for fintech and its prospects, whether you look at it from macro perspective or from funding or the ideas which se sectors or verticals are going to be winners in either post-COVID world or co-COVID world, as some people call it. What do you think are the, are the chances of uh, succeeding in this field uh, in 2021? Yeah, Rudy, it's a great question. Um, and as we stand essentially on the edge of 2021, uh, we leave behind a year that's like nothing we've ever, we've ever seen before. But essentially, the COVID pandemic has, as more than anything, underlined how important technology uh, is in our day-to-day -day lives and how important digital really is. So it has also, by that nature, emphasized the importance of fintechs. Uh, and we came across, particularly in, in March and April of this year, we came across an entirely new environment that a lot of incumbents struggled to adapt to uh, and to change quickly. Right. Whereas fintechs then were able to really step in and fill that gap because by their very nature, they're able to pivot, they're able to, uh, to adapt more quickly. And so they were, in a way, able to fill the gap and come to the... Um, to provide the services to the end clients, to the small businesses, and support us through this crisis like never before. And so there has been a renewed focus both on how important technology is, but also on the increasingly important role that fintechs can play in helping us to come out of the other side of this crisis. So if anything, I expect that to be emphasized even more strongly in 2021. We've also seen a huge shift and a surge in terms of appetite from the incumbents needing to innovate in the face of COVID. So you saw, particularly in the early half of this year, a huge rush uh, for incumbent and startup partnerships that leveled off a bit towards the end of the year in some of the retail and the corporate banks. But we're still continuing to see that acceleration, particularly in the asset management areas and in the insurance spaces and those areas that are, have traditionally been more reluctant uh, to innovate and to change. So I, I continue. I, completely expect that trend to continue as we enter into 2021 as well. All right. Well, fingers crossed, right? 
Now, let's change tack a little bit because I know you've been hosting the podcast called Coffee with Innovate Finance. So what is your concept and uh, can you pick a few conversations you enjoyed most in 2020? And yes, you can blame it on me that you couldn't mention all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was, was going to say, it's hard to pick. Um, I think, you know, the best thing about working for Innovate Finance is our amazing members. So it's been really fantastic to uh, be able to have the opportunity to speak with them one-to-one about you know, what they're facing and how they're coping through COVID. A big theme of the podcast was speaking to them about both leadership uh, and how they felt COVID-19 has impacted the financial services industry and what were the learnings, but also speaking to each of them about their own specific businesses uh, and what's on the horizon and what trends or expectations they have uh, for the next few months. So it's really hard to pick a few favorites. I mean, I had a great conversation with Mike Laven from Currency Cloud, as I always do. Uh, from Rafa, from Tink, with Freddie, from Credit Kudos. Maria Scott from Taina Technologies is always such a bundle of energy and positivity. Uh, I've had some good conversations as well with some of the institutions. So V. Kesh from Swift, J.R. Lowry from State Street. Uh, and a really interesting conversation between Scalable Capital and Barclays on partnerships and how they overcame some of the challenges to working together as well. Right. So amazing. I mean, if people haven't uh, listened to it yet, let's go and check it out. I mean, so many things you do at Innovate Finance, it's uh, very impressive. So if you then look back and then look at it again from a slightly different angle, can you share some of the success stories that where as an industry body, you feel like you've made an impact and you really changed something that uh, you were set out to to change and uh, and make it better for your members? Yeah, thanks, Rudy. I think we're probably in the midst of what I hope to be one of our biggest success stories in that you and your listeners will likely be aware that earlier this year, the Chancellor commissioned a an independent review into UK fintech. So it's now being known as the Khalifa Review because it's being led by Ron Khalifa. And this is a review that Innovate Finance had lobbied and advocated for uh, for a very, very long time. So we were delighted to be chosen as the co-secretariat for the review alongside Lid- City of London. Um, and the recommendations from this review will be coming out at the end of this year and early 2021. So very much looking forward to helping to implement and drive these recommendations forward. It's a mix of things that government can and should be doing to support the ecosystem, but also what industry needs to be doing to support the ecosystem as well. So that is is probably what I would claim as one of our bigger wins to have this report uh, underway right now. Uh, And also, if we look at the past, I mean, we've had a number of wins across the policy lines. In the face of COVID-19, we worked very, very hard to raise the profile of fintechs in the role that they can play to support really wider society across this challenge and to the other end of the crisis. We did a lot of work around increasing the profile of SME lenders in particular, so ensuring that a number of them were listed as accredited lenders for C-bills and for B-bills. And also, we successfully lobbied the Chancellor to extend the emergency business loan schemes and secured his intention to introduce a new scheme for 2021. And we're making sure that the SME lenders are at the table for these discussions as well. We also fed back to the creation of the Future Fund uh, at the beginning of COVID uh, in addition. And then overall, in terms of our other work, we have done quite a lot around diversity, as I mentioned earlier, so women in fintech and really shining a light on the 
significant role that women play in advancing the sector, uh, but also the challenges uh, that they face and how we can work together to overcome some of those key challenges. In the past, we played a key role in supporting open banking and working with the OBIE. Um, We've also done a lot of work around various policy consultations, including most recently the payments landscape uh, and the economic prime as well. So trying, trying to work on those pieces too. Well done, well done. So the associations are typically very active in the event space and the outreach as well and, and things like this. So how do you go about this? And uh, well, especially in these conditions, right? I mean, do you organize events and now have you pivoted to virtual ones or how, how do you do it uh, these days? Yeah, it's it's a shame because one of our biggest events, our really flagship event, the Innovate Finance Global Summit, um, which I mentioned earlier, unfortunately had to go virtual last year. So it's usually an event that we bring around 2,500 people to London every year. Um, and most recently, we've been profiling all of the hubs across the UK. So working in collaboration with the FinTech National Network as well for a UK fintech week. Uh, And this year, unfortunately, because we couldn't put it in person, we did do it digitally over three weeks, virtually. Uh, We had an amazing attendance rate, I have to say, almost all C-level executives and hundreds and hundreds of attendees. So it far exceeded our expectations. We're looking at something similar for 2021, and hopefully we'll be able to approach uh, IFGS 2021 in a hybrid format. So some in-person events in addition to some virtual or virtual events as well. Uh, all of our programs and events have essentially gone online. So we now have our partnership days, we have our investor startup speed dating sessions, all virtually done through various different platforms. So you know, the one benefit has been that we're able to connect on a very global basis without the need for travel. Right. And so that's been been a positive. But of course, we also do miss the, the face-to-face engagement. And I think everyone is looking forward to getting that back soon. Let's hope. Uh, let's hope. So my last question is, well, if people w- you know wanted to find out more about Innovate Finance, where can they reach you? What's the best way to, to get in touch and find out more? Yep, drop me a note. You can you can come on through our website or drop me an email. It's Janine J A N I N E at uh, innovatefinance.com. and um, I'll revert back to you directly or set you up with the right person on our team. But we'd love to get you engaged, and uh, we'd love to hear from you if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a startup, scale up, incumbent, or investor. Uh, or someone that's just interested in fintech, please reach out and we'd love to tell you more. Wonderful. So thank you very much, Janine, and uh, good luck to Innovate Finance. Thanks, Rudy. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to Voice of Fintech podcast. If you haven't already, check out also voiceoffintech.com, where you will find all the episodes and additional resources related to the podcast. You can also subscribe to Voice of Fintech on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or any other podcast app that you like. If you have any suggestions on the topics or guests or how to make this podcast better for you, please email us at info at Happy to hear from you. Thank you.